I believe just like every other criminal justice major believe. I believe in taking an individual and locking that motherfucker up during what we call your prime crime year. Watch your mouth, no dissing me. You know we all saw it. You say I'm fake, that's your opinion. That's just y'all's story. Just face the fact I was y'all blessed, but y'all ignored it. Your quest for fame had you distorted. Not accepting, sorry. I'm really that the streets are vouch. The people vouch. The jail are vouch. All the niggas in the feds are vouch. We held it down while in the drought. One of my sales are vouch. Yo, 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 yo. It's JP on the FWM podcast. Follow me. The Diary of the Strong Black People. I'm here again in the rabbit hole, and I got a real special guest in the building today. It's my dog, Doom, back in the rabbit hole. Yeah. Man, it's, it's wonderful to have you back, man. I appreciate you having me for you as well, my boy. And it's definitely been a while since you've been in the building, and it's a lot has went on since then. So I'm glad you back to come in the rabbit hole, man, and talk to the people. But um, let's start off uh with 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 the music, um, and and tell me what's going on, a little bit of what's been going on with you on that, and also congratulations on the gender reveal. Got you a baby girl, man. Yeah, man, appreciate it, man, appreciate it. Before we go into that, you know, tell us a little bit about. What's been going on with the music? Well, on the Pele Von Doom side of things, um, I just had a little interview with uh, DJ A Rod, you know what I'm saying? That went pretty good. Um, on the other end, I uh, got a little single coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, between that, uh, you know, me, I kind of be a little back and forth with just dropping one song at a time. So that single might turn into a little three song EP, but let's see how things go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I ain't dropping a little minute, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, Times is prevalent for that. Sometimes we don't realize we, as black culture, we sometimes drag our feet on our love, our passion, because of the gambles we got to make. And as adults now, we have realized what is it that's getting me surviving right now? Yeah. Like, do I have time to implement that in? But Georgia Power gonna be calling the same day every month. Um, and what I'm trying to do is it gonna make sure that when Georgia Power called next month, I'm gonna get them out the way. Yeah, I, I basically said that at the end of the interview <laughs> in a lot less words. I was like, shoot, you know, I gotta eat at the end of the day. But you know what I'm saying? Still got to put that work in. You know what I'm saying? Where you can, the way you can. But definitely got to eat at the end of the day. So, and that's our, but you know what? And that's been our problem because we sometimes you got to step out on faith, but also when you do that, when you saying it, everybody got to eat is how much you gonna put into it to make sure you do. Like, are you willing to go those nights? Those days and those months when Georgia Power is calling and what you, what you've been grinding to get is not bringing the money in right now, yeah. you know, but that's your nine to five and your four to nine is really just making sure that you got a check coming in. 
but you're not worried about overtime. You just like, hey, I need to make sure this bills, these bills get paid. Anything else, money just trying to stack, like my passion gonna do it. What I'm working for is gonna do it. Let me make sure that my bills paid first so I can put my all those nine, 10 hours to 12 hours that we work at our regular job, putting them 12 hours into your passion. And then you putting four and five hours on the overnight job or a little job just to keep some money flow going. A lot of us scared to do that. Yeah. Yeah, as I really like, like I said, like the just the reality of it, just looking at the figures and literally paying for shit and doing shit to be like, ooh, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna have to spend a little less time doing this and a little more time doing this. But man, if, if time, like we could make that sacrifice though, like, you know, telling because at the end of the day, we all we invest in, you know what I'm saying? You're not working on the clock, shit, you invest in, so. And and that's that goes along with understanding too. A lot of people take that step into marriage at a young age. You know what I'm saying? And but we're not realizing when you join forces with the partner, somebody got to be able to jump out them and, and take a gamble. Like that's what having a partner is for. Like in basketball, in football, that's what your teammates are for. If you if you injured that game. What they gonna cancel the game? <laughs> yeah. Or you know, or if you're not out for the game, you still gonna push through it. You like, hey guys, right? Y'all see, I'm limping. I can be the, the I can be the distraction. You know, everybody. If you the star player, everybody gonna still respect because it's me. But I can't move like I want to move because I'm limping. Mm-hmm. So if I can still make some things shake. Be open to shoot. Be ready when you be ready to shoot. Why? Because you're going to be open. You're going to have to carry the load, but I'm still here. Yeah. I'm not out for the game, but I just need you to do a little more than what you, that's what it, that's what you're there for. That's what, that's what we there for. That's what a partnership is for. Everybody has to play a role. And I think as a culture too, the the hearing roles make people as tight, right? Because nobody want to say, I have a role if it's not the star. Yeah. If you ain't taking over, right? But just having a role and mastering that shit, niggas really don't want to just plug themselves in. They got to get the credit for it. And that's been hurting us. <laughs> that's, that's hurting us, bro. Yeah. And it's like, damn, if we all was cool with playing a role, but we would be strong. We'll be strong, but everybody got to have that credit. Yeah. That's right. Everybody want to say, I put them on my back. (laughs) Nobody don't want to do the background, the dirty work. Just, you know what I'm saying? See see the whole, for the bigger picture. Right. Everybody want to do the editing and stuff. We don't need to be editing these movies. We don't direct them shit. We don't plan them. Right. We're doing the final cuts, though. Who made sure when one of the lights blew out, we didn't even notice it? Yeah. (laughs) Who made sure all the lights worked perfectly so when the camera hit action, the lighting was perfect? 
who did the sound check to make sure the mics that's clipped to your clothes and your costume, we don't see it, but we hear you perfectly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, like you say, people just have to adopt that mindset. Who even made you look perfect with the makeup? Man, saying that I ain't gonna front. That's why I really that's why I be encouraging young boys to play football, you feel me? Like, cause that's like one of the only sports where everybody has to do their job in order for the, the play to go right. Especially like on the offensive end, even on the defensive end, like say every it's eleven people and all eleven people got a specific job. And if one person don't do their job, the whole play can go right. If you are an offensive lineman, that's what you are. You can't do nothing else. Like, block. Yeah. <laughs> but be the best blocker. Like, that's how they, they feel like they go, they feel like they, I don't know how they feel nowadays, but they used to feel like they work with unnoticed. But boy, if you holding it down on that line, well, we definitely gonna, gonna keep that because we know this running back ain't just running up through they and getting untouched by itself. Listen, that goes that goes on media and the people who witness and watch this and they don't give them the credit that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Like if you know them, but because those are positions that's 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 quote unquote in the trenches. Niggas sweating in the trenches. Every nigga, every other nigga was sweating in the trenches, but boy, them niggas who put their hands in the dirt every play, every play, and they they hit somebody every single play, but that's what you call them trenches. Mm-hmm. And niggas will not give them the credit that they deserve, and that's not and and that's why they always felt like that. Yeah, and nobody wanted to be called fat back then. And you know what I'm saying, niggas. If you was fat, that meant that's all you could do. So a fat motherfucker will want to make sure that they are athletic so they can feel like, hey, man, I'm fat, but I can I can run the ball. Yeah. I'm fat, but I can catch the ball. Like, but shit, can you fat? You can be the best blocker. They felt like they wasn't going to get no notice. Yeah. Oh. I've been there. I was, I was, I was chubby. And it was like, boy. But I was one of the ones who like, yeah, I can be in the trenches, but every play, though, like, getting my head knocked out every play, I don't want to. I ain't no meathead. Just a little chubby. <laughs> even baseball, like, I would even, even with hitting, like, but I still have, to, I had to be, when we was playing Little League, I still had to be able to run the bases. Nigga, stealing a base was, oh, yeah, I get on base. That's all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about scoring. Yeah. Like, fuck if a nigga can't hit that shit. Like, if y'all get me on base, bro, I'm going to steal a couple bases and shit. Once I get on third, hey, you good. Shit, I may fuck Ryan and steal home. Fuck it. Yeah. Man, Shad Daddy boy used to have us right. I got seen him so long ago, boy. Like, Coach Wright had us right. So when Seneca Daddy had got us, boy, we was already there. Yeah. We was already there. All he had to do was just don't crash the car. 
Just don't crash it. But Coach Wright had us in there. Yeah, I, man, they, they knew what they had back then. I think if we knew what we had, like, because we be seeing them little traveling teams that we have in that, like, teams full of black boys that's, like, hard, like, that no more. And we was loyal. Like, we'll play for, we'll play a different sport for any other team. But baseball? Yeah, we was coming back. We was coming back. Yeah. We wasn't going, we was going, bro, we went and played football with the Whoopers. Mm-hmm. And made show. Baseball? Yeah, Liberty City. Liberty City. I left and went, played with the, with the stars. But baseball? Nah. It's a Viking. All day long. Even with that, you know, growing up and stuff like that, with you having a baby girl, knowing that you're having a baby girl, how you feel about that? Man, I just been in awe ever since shit. And I found out really, man, because it's just like, shit, I came up with brothers my whole life because like, I don't even know the ins and outs of a little girl growing up, like first hands, like, so. I ain't really worried that I ain't gonna handle it right, but this is like, I just feel like it's a real big responsibility. I cannot have my daughter out your bag. But you know what? It also shows, man, cause you were real close with a couple of your girl cousins. Yeah, yeah, shit, dad, shit, they're like my sister, really, so. Yeah. And, um, and now when you look back on it, it's not like you did it intentionally, but how easy it is to be naive or just oblivious to not even paying attention to the things she went through growing up as a girl. How much did you pay attention to it when she told you about it? How much did you even empathize, sympathize, or even care to even really be like, oh, damn. Well, on some real shit, like up until the other day, like, I ain't understand a lot of, I ain't gonna say I understand, but like you say, I ain't empathize. So I really like thought about it to that capacity to be like, damn, I was fucked up. Somebody should have, you know what I'm saying? And I, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna speak on her business and all that like that. But it's like, shit, it was certain things, but it's like outside looking in, it wasn't just always, you know what I'm saying? A lot of females really pick themselves up and keep it pushing type shit. Like, shit, I know a lot of females who, Came up without their daddy type shit, you feel me? And like, it, it, be, it be having their little effects, not them as a grown woman still, you feel me? And that shit just like, shit, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know until, you wouldn't know unless you knew type mm-hmm. shit. Like, until you was in the situation and how they handle certain stuff. Like, so like, just, I know that's a big part of growing up for them, for real. Like, having that male figure. Somebody to look up to, somebody to feel like they got you, regardless of anybody else you feel me. So, but and then you have females who grow up and they don't, and they they didn't realize a mother's love to a daughter is as hard as you would expect a man to be to his son. But on the simple fact, the the dad wants the son. To be better than him. Sometimes in a single mother situation, she treats the daughter like she does not want the daughter to be better than her. And that is hurtful. 
And that is, and, and I understand what they go through because I, I pay attention. And with women, it's a lot of emotion. And it's hard to even really separate it when it comes to the logical standpoint because they move so deeply with just emotion and reaction. They are reactive creatures. So when they are, when they are approached with petty or approached with aggression, they are going to give that back because they react to whatever they receive. Men, we react on Sometimes we have to think about it and be like, okay, should I react? Should I jump on this? You know what I'm saying? But then we think, this ain't even the time or the place right now. Fuck that shit, boy. But you don't want a nigga to feel like he tried you or he got you. But we have that logical standpoint. It's hard for women to separate that. Yeah. They, at at the point of you doing that shit, now they justified in doing that shit. Mm. So Mm -hmm. it is what it is. But we could be like, we could refract and retract them in situations like that. Cause it's like, shit, it ain't, it ain't that. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, like, man, I ain't even, it's not, I know, like, that fast that this ain't worth me going day. Like, what they, what they talking about, cause it ain't that. So, shit, you can feel like you wanna feel, but shit, I don't realize as a grown man, but, I'd rather walk away from some shit, knowing everything, everything, uh, versus get into some shit that wasn't even worth my time. Mm-hmm. And then now I got all this other shit behind me. <laughs> you ever, you ever, uh, paid attention to like when a woman says something, even though she meant every word that she said, even though she shouldn't have said it or she said it out of anger, they always say things for it to hurt. Yeah. They know they shouldn't have said it. They know they shouldn't have done it, but they do it and say it because they want a reaction or they want it to hurt. A lot of things, men may try to do that, but most of our stuff, we meant what we said. It's the tone of our voice. And is when we do it, it's always for correction, not to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. We're expecting correction of if we finally had to tell you about yourself, it ain't to hurt your feelings. It's for you to be accountable and to correct that shit. Yeah, that's not that happen again. This what this is what you did. You feel me? How I feeling that? Fix it. <laughs> and they take it as we being back and forth. Yeah, it's like no. If we finally, because we don't nitpick. If we we will let something fly over our head and be like, see, I could bring that shit up because this motherfucker was complaining about me doing the shit, but bruh, fuck it. And then after a while, as it keep going on, the first time that they bring up something that you done did some shit, you be like, bruh, now you know a couple weeks ago you did the same thing. Well, what did I do? What did I say? And expect us to remember verbatim sometimes or we just be like, bruh, you, you know you did. Yeah. Like, why do I have to, where do I have to go back and tell you the whole story of how it happened? You know, you did it. Yeah. You know what time you, you did it. Because then I would have Exactly. <laughs> so what is it now? No, no, no. Exactly. It's always some type of shit that is going to, again, discredit of 
we emotional, we petty, it's back and forth. And it's like, no, if we finally spoke up about some shit, we are fucking tired of it. Yes, y'all are tired of some shit the first time. Y'all going to be, if you felt like it tried you the first time, you're going to address it the first time. A lot of stuff we can't keep addressing because it's like, you just complain a lot. Like, so now I can't tell you when you keep doing some shit that's fucking, that's, that's blowing me. <laughs> that, that just cut down right <laughs> Like, bro, come on, man. Like, damn, bro. It's it, it, it just, a man can't express himself when it is addressing you. He can express himself about any other person. They can tell you about how somebody else tried that's what y'all mean opening up. Talk to me. Talk to me about somebody else. How somebody else tried you. So I can uplift you with that. But boy, don't tell me I, I blew you. Don't tell me I blew you. It's like, okay, it's cool. That's fine. So, and we have to just, we have to segue the best way we can. Like, it was a status one time that the, fe- the females just, took it and ran wild with it. It was men are sexually and physically attracted to women, but we are, but men are emotional, emotionally attracted to each other. And they took it and ran with it and they made it sound like it was gay. That's wild. And I was like, okay, let's think about it. Yes, we're physically and sexually attracted to y'all. Yes, that's what men and women do. But emotionally, only men understand what they go through. Having a man-to-man conversation, like, and it sticking. Mm-hmm. And no man is going to come to a man, man-to-man, and he going to be like, well, you sure sound like a little bitch right now. Never. He's never gonna say. He's never gonna say that. But so, but we feel more comfortable with talking to each other. A man conversation like bromance, but they want that to sound gay. Yeah, I can see that though. I can see that though. Shit, like you say, like shit, we really here with it. Like you either done been through that shit or you understand what I'm saying. So how you got through it? Yeah, give me something like. Can't, do you know what I mean? Have you went through it? Bruh, niggas be like shit. So what crazy shit that you be going through at the crib, cuz? This, 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 and this. Why, y'all? You ain't telling me nothing I don't know, boy. Because most niggas have one chick that they spend a lot of time with. Even if they ain't in a relationship, they in a relationship, they ain't got to be married. Most niggas live with chicks. Like, even if you got your own spot, it's a you spend a lot of your time with one or two women on the daily. You just don't have, not all have titles. Even if it's something that you just fucking with, that you just fucking all the time. Boy, she working your nerves. She's stressing you out. She is. Let's, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong or not. <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong. Man, at some capacity, man. Bro, every single nigga still is fucking hard with one female, cuz. 
It don't have to be no title. He is spending every day, every other day with her. It's somebody he's texting all the time. And see, the thing about the thing about niggas, though, we don't always like to admit how hard we actually fucking with a female. Like, like it's what? a problem. Yeah, like, like, like it's a be, problem. Like a nigga be blowed that he like. <laughs> Cause another nigga gonna make you 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 afraid another nigga gonna make you feel like a simp. Like, yeah. but yeah. then we was talking about on the podcast one time. It was like, but you got to be careful how you talk down on your relationship with that woman because or that girl because shit, you don't know what niggas be looking at her and who you talking to because now. He may just be baiting you to see what well, shit. If she's just something that you ain't respecting, well, maybe I can respect her. Or if you just busting up, maybe she she just she for the she for everybody. Yeah. So he need to know how hard it is. But when they say niggas back door, niggas like a lot of the times it's because of how you betray yourself. Like they be saying like, oh, it's, these females be thinking that oh. Your homeboy doing this, that, and the other. It ain't like he always just secretly on the sideline hating on you. It's really sometimes shit. The nigga be telling this shit, man. This bitch stupid, man. Blowing me. I, don't, I hope. I hope she stopped texting me. Nigga, like, for real? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and, and and they think yeah, pussy got some power, but everything is is a strategic chess move, like. Niggas ain't always just some grimy ass niggas, but if you take it in the media hands and you let a woman spin it, that's it. On the, I don't know who worse at that shit. Honestly, for real, boy. I honestly don't know who worse at that shit, boy. Cause niggas is treacherous, for real, boy. Mm-hmm. Females, boy, shit, they'll they go behind one another quick, like especially man. That's why, boy. A lot of females that I used to talk to or whatever. They like, man, I don't really need to be telling my homegirls about all the all the details or whatnot, because I ain't got time for them to want to try that shit. Like, I gotta heard that shit personally. I'm like, ooh, shit. Like, boy, so you know your friends really, like, really be with the shits. Like, they, that's wild. I mean, they're, they always, men are not always, we're not as in competition with each other as the world spin it to be. They are the competitive ones with each other. They are, it is a rat race between women because of stability. Who's going to get that man that's going to take care of them? If you telling me your man doing everything, I'm like, I either need one like him or I need to see if that nigga going to spend something on me. Like, bro, on the man side, shit, every nigga want a, a female that's nasty to him. If you telling me how nasty your girl is, let me see if she gonna be nasty with me. It's it's the same thing, but dif- both genders operate differently on what they're attacking for. Yeah, that's the issue. But treacherous, like they, we would think about like, okay, should I try this? But they gonna be like, boy, I got to get this check. <laughs> I got to get this check, boy. I know this nigga sweet. You already done told me how you so man, yeah, females. All I got to do is lick his ball. <laughs> That's all. That nigga like that, eh? 
Oh, I one up then. <laughs> I take it a step further. Let's see if oh that's what you got that for that. All right, let's see if I can get for this. Man, yeah, man, that's what they have. They are treacherous, <laughs> boy. And I'm talking about. Let me tell you, man. It and and niggas just we don't feel like taking it though. We just don't like to take it though. We don't. You know, and we would think about how far when it's a back and forth with a female, like eventually we'd be like, all right, man, I don't, I'm this shit taking too long going back and forth. We we'll bow out. Mm-hmm. Women, but they never stop. Never stop. They own it. They own it. And it's like, bro, we done grew up with mamas, aunties, grandmas. Girl cousins. Then we have watching nieces, daughters. Then watching girls in school growing up with them, how they interact from kindergarten, from elementary kindergarten to middle school, to high school. And, and it's just the same thing. Yeah. But it's how you understand it. Right, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Like, man, a nigga perception on women has changed a whole lot. Like, for real, for real. Like, but it's like, shit, at the end of the day, they're human. Like, shit, they just like us. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in a lot of ways, bro, that shit is one and the same. And it's, it's a lot of double standards out there. And people be getting blown by certain shit, but. Shit, a lot of that shit is what it is, bro. Like, <laughs> shit. You like the fuck, ain't it? Okay, what you think she like to do? Spin a check. Come on. And, and, and survive. That's just what it is. Like, right. again, when they're young, the TV show, the teach them, find you a man, get married, be happy. He pays the bills. You stay at the house. Da, 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 da. That is the happily ever, that, that is, has, that's just what they grew up watching. Yeah. And you respect that. And it's like, shit, really and truly, if you handle your business at the end of the day, you got it. At the end of the day, if you handle your business, you got it. Shit, the moment you start slacking. Boy, I'm talking about it just take a look. Boy, I'm talking about just some of them, boy, like, they, some of them will wait for a minute. Mm-hmm. But boy, some treacherous ones, boy, it's too late payments, boy, you out of there. <laughs> <laughs> boy, you can't be passed through, boy. You out of there, boy. Yeah, yeah. You out of there, boy. Shit, real shit. You missed a payment, boy. You got to double up on that next. Damn it, triple up on that next. All right. Oh, you ain't answer the phone. You took too long to text back. I needed something to eat, and you was like, "You can't do it today." I was kind of hungry that day. Mm. And I, I was relying. I, you usually my go-to, and you couldn't come through. <laughs> hey, somebody else swing that block, boy. But you do got the ones that you know what I'm saying only shit too. Yeah, it's like shit. I ain't waiting on a nigga for none of that shit anyway. So it wasn't no pressure. Yeah, fuck it. If I want to fuck with this nigga, I want to fuck with this nigga. He ain't, he ain't had to offer me shit. Shit, it was something I wanted to do. So. That shit be like that. Why I say that shit really one and the same. That shit, bruh. What are we getting from like when a nigga was just out shit like that? What was we getting from a female? Cause 
I mean, I ain't gonna front. As younger, if you be real, we were giving more headaches than we were receiving. A lot of the headaches we were receiving in our 20s and late teens, it was, we were initiating that. Like, we were really doing stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she got every right to be giving you a headache. Yeah. And shit, why I I seen some shit the other day? Goddamn, what that shit said. Man ruined the woman who did it for love, so now they got the ones who did it for money. Yeah, like... And and when a woman shared, a lot of them were sharing it because that they you know they being petty, but I mean and a, they a lot of them did it to strike a nerve. But I've been strolling down looking at that. I'm not one of the ones that would go and try to defend that and be like, nah, this that. But like, I mean, they got every right, and not and not saying to be ruthless about it, but. When you get in your 30s, you're realizing marriage is a business transaction and everything, love don't pay no bills. It's like they have to operate on stability because a lot of them have kids. It's, it's like just to be dating you to just keep humping on you, my nigga. Like, what is that getting them? <laughs> and for us, when we do finish and do that, when you do leave, you just be light with down. I probably could have been doing something to put more money in my bank account than worrying about busting that nut because now my phone bill still do or my light still do. Just that hour, whatever, spending the night doing whatever, whatever, it really didn't change my situation. Mm-hmm. Once I bust that nut, come on, you roll on, be like, uh. Now I still got to think about how I'm going to goddamn pay that shit tomorrow. Both of y'all think about that shit. <laughs> you like, now she don't ask me because I know she got something to do. And you'd be like, because now I still got to pay that. And she thinking like, man, I want to go and I'm about to even. He know goddamn shit. I got something to do. I think this shit went free. It's real though. And I and I respect it a whole bunch now. Yeah. I respect that. Like looking at women now, I look at them totally different. But and on the outside looking in for how the world, the dating pool and shit like that, I'm like, sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah. Like it's it's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly out here, boy. It's it's real ugly. And it's like just knowing, just hearing certain females too on how they talk about how men approach them now. Like niggas will tell you like, hey, I can, I give you whatever you want. You'll never have to worry. That's how they approach. They got to now, they they are now thinking the way in is to off the muscle, tell her the things he can do for her. That's his opening. Not just a regular conversation, but that you got to solidify that to think that her ears will finally open up to even care about anything you got to say. That's hell, And I'm like, boy, niggas really don't know how to have conversations no more. Nobody. Nobody know how to get to know anybody anymore. Like, boy, a I, I dialogue with anybody, but like it's like everybody got if you don't know how to dialogue, yeah, I can't fuck with you. Like that's that's anybody. Like if we if when we spending time and kicking it, 
like at any point on any type of whatever that we don't is like if we can't talk like we don't know how to speak about things oh no i can't even waste my brain power i can't and you know we was talking about one of the topics we were talking about you know with the tyler perry stuff it's like um I can honestly say I was one of those ones of just because they're black, we just feel indebted to support because, bro, we already against each other, like, but not even really paying attention to the damage that's being done on whatever that they're doing. We just want somebody black to make it so they can be talked about as one of the billionaires, one of the millionaires of someone successful. So you want to push them. But then I didn't agree with, you know, how everybody just was saying the man was sweet. Now, outside of the, the Medea thing, just his mannerisms of just how he moved, you know, people would question his sexuality. I didn't agree with that. But then you start to look at as we get into our 30s, the old Medea stuff. And then just how his films, how they are and what he highlights in our culture. And it'd be damn boy. I'd be like, Ooh, shit. And I'd be wondering, can people say, yeah, he ain't lying, but what are we getting from it? And when he's doing interviews, is he just pushing, telling people like, this is not how I see my people. I am just shedding light for my people to see it and we make corrective yeah. measures. Yeah. Cause like when it, when you shit, when you look at it like that, you present it like that, it's damn the black exploitation. Cause it's like shit, I'm just I'm really exploding like these negative stereotypes about my people and Really just personifying them guys on screen and selling millions about it. Nah, <clears throat> I ain't gonna say and just down talk the shit like it wasn't entertaining. I didn't enjoy all them plays and shit coming up. Like shit, the nigga had fuck with that shit. The shit, like I said, it was in it was definitely entertaining. Mm -hmm. But like, like you say, looking a little deeper into it and understanding like how media works and everything, it's like, yeah, I mean, haha, but. Come on now. <laughs> and I think it was when media caught on, they used it to exploit. And they told him, well, do you know what you can do with this? And when it said, and if you do this, we'll give you more money. And I think that's what made it. Because if you look from the old ones to now. Man. Yeah. There'd be some like real like. Crazy ass stories and job within them shows and stuff. He had to ask the shows. I, I think the last one I gave up on was was it Acrimony? Was that was a, was that a Tyler Perry one? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think that was my last one. After that, I really put together and was like, "Holy shit, hold on, boy, that's all we gonna hear? Like, that's all we gonna see? Mad Diary of Mad Black Woman." Family reunion when the boy had the family reunion with T Cicely Tyson, and I'm looking like he got every black man, a strong black woman, 
stepping on a man. Then you have this black man that he want to be good to her. She make him have to prove his point, prove himself to her. She kind of overlooks him or down him. He going real hard chasing her. Finally, when he finally tired, she finally let him in. And this is like that. And it's like, God damn, you making the man be so simpish. Yeah. And have to bow down to that strong black woman like that. Yeah. Like, why do they have to keep doing and then, that? And then the, uh, the, the stereotype of like the man who actually do have good shit going on, who's stable and whatnot, really just bad people at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Or they beat their women. Yeah. They cheat on them. Yeah. It's like... <sighs> They're not the ones that's being faithful. It's the one that got the not. It's the one that got the the trade. Who like one of Willis was uh, Shamar Moore where he had them braids. Mm-hmm. Nigga had the, he wasn't no you know what I'm saying millionaire, but he was a hard working man. And because the nigga kind of had the uniform on, looking rough, you know she got kid. He wasn't really blowing no bread, but he wanted to be a good man. Yeah, and he was a worker, but you don't really. It's kind of like down. What the fuck? And see, in one way you could look at it like, shit, it's telling it's telling these women not to overlook these men, but it's like, look what all that's taking for them not to overlook them. Mm-hmm. It's like, are we picking up what he's dropping because he's not saying it? Mm-hmm. Why do somebody have, why does the creator have to point it out for you to jump on the wave and catch it and start moving that way. Uh, but while we're not watching that, he can't come out and say, hey, guys, I'm just kind of highlighting this. Jordan Peele can't come out and be like, hey, I'm just highlighting this for y'all. Uh, I can't really tell y'all. Can y'all please just pay attention, catch on to it? But like that. So why do I have to come out and be like, okay, guys, this is the reason why. Aliens is coming. I know they're coming. Look at this. This is how I'm going to teach y'all how to be ready for it. We A black person can't do that. He's not supposed to enlighten his people. Mm-hmm. He's not supposed to. That's the quickest way to die. That's the quickest way to die. So you seen the new movie? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to, I ain't got around to it. I'm going to have to go look at it again. <clears throat> I kind of caught a little bit of what he was putting down. However, um, he really, really does a good job with it not being so in your face to where you, like, you really gotta, gotta think and pay attention cause little shit. Get out, I had to do it twice. What's crazy is the only one of his movies that I've seen multiple times was Us. I only seen it. Us, I only did once. I only did Us once. Um, and I, and and ba- and I only did us once because I kind of picked up on us quick. Us was a little different than Get Out. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why that one. And I think because I was ready for saying, okay, this is when you this nigga drops some shit, boy. You better be, you better be ready to see what you see and catch it. Like mm-hmm. you better be ready to catch it. And I think that's why. And it's been so long since I seen one of his films. So Nope coming out, I really didn't expect to go see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was going to wait. But I was like, you know what? I got some time. Let's do that shit. Bet. And I went to see it. 
but he definitely be putting down some shit. But I think our culture is lacking. We still want to be told <laughs> to do some shit. Like, I don't understand why. That's a feminist behavior all day. The days that is dropped, the numbers that's in it, all that shit. And niggas is not picking that up until somebody say something. And it's like, depending on who say it, they'll let that motherfucker fly out the head. Yeah. Oh, it's a, comp- a conspiracy theory. But if the right celebrities say it, the right influencers say it, then that's when people want to pick up on it. It's like, it's just a headache with the culture, man. It's like, damn. Come on, guys. It's right here. <laughs> and they be laughing, man. They just be laughing at us. They just be laughing. And for you to be in media, bro, for you to, just the conversations that they have, they not direct. But if you really pay attention to the conversations of the smart remarks, just the, just the sly remarks they made for you to catch it, for you to be like, I love it when, when they do that shit. Cause they don't expect me to catch it, and then I hit them so quickly back, and they like, "Well, you caught that, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah," or not even say nothing immediately, but throughout the conversation, something comes up to where I can plug that in there to just be like, "Will you jab and be like, yeah, I forgot." You don't need a, an immediate reaction all the time. But to let you think that it flew over my head and then out of the blue, later on in the conversation, I circle you back with that jab be like, yeah, oh, you thought I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. That's the most that's the most fulfilling thing with that. And I just wish my people would just catch on to that because I be telling people, man, it's fun. I join the party. It's not fun being the only one that can be able to do this. It's like, bro. Like, we not going to get in trouble. <laughs> we not going to get in trouble, man. Like, come try it. Yeah. It's fun out here. It's fun out here. Because they are not expecting for us to be on top of our game. And it's like, when you are, they have to figure out another way. Keep making them think. They don't want to do that. We're making it easy for them. But if you keep stepping your foot on their neck and making them have to keep going to the drawing board, it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. And that's why I'm like, as as fathers, like as people like us, we got to give it to our children. Yeah, like I said, like, I got a big responsibility. Man. Like, like lifestyle changes for real. Slowly but surely. I mean, I'm glad I started before I even knew, honestly. Like, shit. Just little stuff here and there, but ultimately it's going to lead my people to the promised land, man. Shit, as a father, man, like, all that shit is on me at the end of the day. At least you ain't been one like me when the girl had to be the one to stop it. Like, for me to be like, oh, crap. All right, let me start picking up some shit then because uh, I got to change some shit. That that be the change. Like, she was my change. She was my change. And it's like, hey, some people need responsibility to change. Some people start 
migrate into that and then boom, responsibility. Be like, okay, well, I'm glad I was warming up to it. Yeah. Now I know I can't go back. Like if I, I was thinking this feels good doing it on my own, but I can jump back over there. But knowing like, okay, I really can't. I got to stay on this path right here. I, I, I mean, it was, it was okay. I was trying it like, all right, bet I can stay here. So, but daughters is, is, is a different, it's a different ball game. A, a girl dad, I guess, I see why, I see why Kobe was like he was. Like, I ain't about to do four girls. I'm good with one. I'm good with one. My oldest brother got two. Uh, right, I won. I'm like, shit, that shit crazy. All us got a daughter. I'm like, shit, that shit was damn near inevitable. <laughs> mm, mm. I don't blame my mama for that one. Yeah, that it it be your family members, boy, that be praying for that girl, but it's like they be praying on that girl for you, but they be praying on that. Yeah, you gonna have a girl, like I mean, and somebody gonna have to have some boys. Like every family member wants you to have a girl. Like every every time somebody turned up pregnant, every family member want a girl. It's like it gotta be one. To, it it they don't want a boy until they don't had nothing but girls. They be like, well. Time for a boy now. I ain't gonna front. They wanted they wanted us to have a boy. Cause shoot, like I said, you know, little brothers had one ass, big brothers had one. So it should be shit. time. Yeah. It's due. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, but hey, it's what it is. <laughs> and then it ain't it ain't that bad, bro. It it ain't it ain't as bad as we think, cause we were young boys at one point. That's why you think that. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, this it's like grandparents, like the way they read, the way they raise their kids, the grandchildren is what they feel like they can salvage their sins mm-hmm. by treating them better. So now as as fathers, we like, this is our way to salvage our sins by raising a daughter. Like, you gotta treat her way better than what you used to treat them out then out the door. Man, man, man. Hey. That's crazy. Shit. A lot of people had to put a little girl on me to leave me with. Bruh, I, I listen. I know that anybody that I know. Now, anybody else outside the streets, it really don't matter. But I, my people, my homies, my family members, like guys who, especially their first one, like, I don't wish that on none of them. Like, now that I got one, like, anybody come behind, I don't wish that on none of them. Like, boy, I hope you get your boy. Like, it do. I think a lot of the way that the world is going right now, that's the only way that a lot of us men can't is going to now change the world. We got to have daughters. Yeah. yeah. And I'm talking about from here on now to start a new trend of men and the way that they raise these kids. These daughters are making them have to change the way that they view a woman. And the way that they treat somebody that they have to show soft emotion and empathy and sympathy for. Because with the boy, we just, hey, man, toughen up. Hey, Pat, Pat, I love you, son. Pat, Pat, go. But you got to spend the time with that girl and understand what she's going through. And that's going to be the, the turning point. As much as I don't wish that on them, on anybody, let's even segue to the Charleston White situation, right? That we was talking about. It's like 
the character part of knowing that he's saying all these boys and kids, all these young boys need to go to jail. That if they run here thugging, jail is the place where they need to go to jail because that is the rehabilitation that they need because you don't come back serious and want to change your life until you have to sit down and read, educate yourself and change yourself, either change your religion or change your, your knowledge, you, you know, up that knowledge part. That's when they come out thinking differently after they not sat down for a while, not going in there and coming right back out, but five to 10 years. And it's like a lot of that behavior was coddled and like just acceptable. You feel me? That's why a lot of that shit just go by the wayside until it's too late. And again, a lot of these women, like single mothers, that was their baby boys. I mean, that's the only man that they really feel like when, you know, as a husband, as a boyfriend, you have to be level headed and find a median ground with your baby boy. Like, that's the only nigga that if you want him to turn out of way and you want him to look up to you, his mama, you can make that little boy be whatever you want him to be. But whatever man you feel like an expectation that you would have wanted. And that's mostly what they do. They put what they think they felt like a man should be. And they raised their little boy like that. But it's, it's different. And yes, when you go back to the coddling part, yeah, that's where it is. Giving them excuses. Feeling bad for them. But it take a real mother to be like, boy, I can't do nothing with you. I can't do nothing with you. You too much. And let that boy have to go out there and fend for us. It take a strong mother to take her hands off that boy. Yeah. And then, like, man, it's on, like, shit, it's like slick two sides there, too, because it's like, you got ones that'll fight to the, to the shit, to their last day. Mm-hmm. And that nigga be dead to the wrong. Mm-hmm. And then, like, shit, they leave this world. And now that nigga really loves you, feel me? Mm-hmm. One person who would sympathize with your situation, uh, you know what I'm saying, give you excuses. And, and not call you on your bullshit. Yeah. So a lot of niggas end up bad off, you feel me? Especially when they when their mama raised them like that, you feel me? Sad to say. Yeah. Wow. And niggas be like, boy, my mama, my mama, boy, like, yes, sir. And it's sad. It's sad, but even with, you know, I feel that the world is not understanding where Charleston coming from, especially because of the things and the tone he used. Yeah. But again, I always tell you, I think that's the only way our culture would actually open up your ears to even giving something a listen to. Because, oh, somebody disrespecting somebody? Hold on, what the fuck going on? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, your ears are open. Okay, now you're listening. But are you listening with an emotional ear now? Are you picking up what he's, he, he got your attention. He had to do that to get your attention. But are you picking up the gems that he's dropping in the midst of it? Mm-hmm. Or are you just listening with that emotional ear and not even dissecting what he's giving and, and what he's coming with and picking apart like, okay, yeah, that's, mm, yeah, the nigga 
crazy. Yeah, he said fuck the dead, da da da. But why is he saying fuck the dead? He's saying fuck these dead rappers. He's not talking about the person. Talking about what the image of what these rappers are portraying now. That's dead. Just so happened the human form of it went with it. That's unfortunate. But sometimes that has to die to make something good to be born. And I don't think people is is picking that up. Yeah. That shit, that shit really sad, man, because it's like niggas is really dying out here, bro. Like, <laughs> like niggas, I don't know if niggas feel like niggas gonna respawn or like shit, uh, like that nigga he'll be back. Nah, bro, niggas is not coming back, bro. Once no. that shit, once that shit go down, bro. And it's like bystanders in. It's really like when is enough enough? I don't think people shit. Sad to say it ain't enough until it's one of y'all's, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And that could go for a lot, saying it like that. It got to hit home. Mm-hmm. It got to hit home. And sometimes it got to hit home multiple, multiple times. Sometimes with certain people, it got to hit back to back to back. Or it got to tape. Close, 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 close. Mm-hmm. For it to be like, okay, you ain't got to check. All right, boom, down. And it ain't got to be in a week time frame, a year time frame. It could be every other year, but it is right next to you each single time. And it's like, damn. That's when you finally, about the third time, you be like, okay. Because most of the time, bro, you you feel like you at rock bottom at that point. And you can't go no lower. So you trying something else. Like, well, I got to try something. Like, now it's opening up your mind to understand you like, I might as well now, All right? Because you see how close death is to you, so you change yourself, and all it is is picking up with some with they dropping. That's all it is. Opening up your third eye and realizing, oh shit, I just need to be on my p's and q's a little bit more. Man. I need to stop this bullshit. But bullshit so fun, bullshit fun though, bro. And I, I don't, I don't because it's so easy to get into. Hard to get out. It's so easy to get into. Man, I ain't gonna front. Shit, I don't know. Well, what they done told me a bunch of shit when I'm in love. And that shit still just... So, nigga really walk light, boy. <laughs> I never forget, but I tell, my, I tell my parents all the time. I I remember those words of, boy, you ain't gonna see the shit you put us through until you get your own. And, boy, listen up. But they were right. I tell them that all the time. Why y'all? I mean, I know y'all just meant good by telling me. But I feel like, boy, you spoke that in existence. I feel, I feel like you had something out for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how to take this. Like you, you definitely were speaking the truth. But boy, these kids, boy, will show you a reflection. And how do you chastise you? How do you chastise you out of your kids? Of who you was? What you gave them? This shit literally in you. Yeah. This shit will be your tendencies regardless of what the fuck I'm saying to you right now. Yes, because it was me. Mm-hmm. And you in my gene pool. Like, this is the energy that I passed off to my offspring. So all you can do is kind of really level it. You can only just try to main, to, to contain it. I, you can't defeat it. <laughs> you just get only contained it. Like, even the good. 
Like even the good that you got in you, the the bubbly spirit, the clownness, the jokey, the live, and like I'm looking at a daughter, like she got all those tendencies. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you look at the good and you like down. Okay, so I did give off something good. It's not always you passing something bad to them, but you gotta pay attention to the good that you gave off too. But that bad, you be like, ooh, we. Mm. My daughter will point out some shit. And I'd be like, damn. Boy, that's all me. That's some shit I would do. You would call a motherfucker a smart ass or a captain obvious, but you'd be like, you just know as an adult, there's certain things that don't need to be said. They don't understand that. You know how to not say that. Yeah. She don't. But that's some shit you thought in your head. You just knew not to say it. Mm-hmm. She just, she ain't got no filter because they don't know right, wrong. They don't understand it. And they don't understand boundaries. Nah, they feel like since I know this, I understand this. I could, I could say this. Yeah. Shit, that's how I for me to say it. And not, not saying that I know I understand it since I know this. Let's say that. Yeah. Not, not, I've heard it. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. And they don't understand failure. They really don't. They they know. They only know failure when it is in competition. They only know when they're competing or when they're trying to a goal for something. And if they don't get it, but they don't understand of the dumb shit that they do that they can be risking. Like if little boys, we just saying, hey, I bet you, you can't jump out this house. Hide farther than me, like. We're not even thinking losing that we didn't jump farther. We're not even thinking of the failure part of this can possibly break my leg. Mm-hmm. That's the failure we need to be thinking about. But we're thinking about if the nigga don't go far, if he, if I don't go far than him, the failure, we're not understanding failure of we could possibly break our neck, possibly break our leg, die. We're not thinking about that. We don't care. <laughs> We don't care. Kids don't give a fuck because they. you have to be taught that. You have to be taught to be afraid to step out there. You got to be taught that. Like, if we don't teach our kids failure, like, boy, they'll try anything. I'm going to be scared that some shit happened to me that I ain't never seen or heard of. Yeah. yeah. The stove hot, but I ain't never burned myself before. Because, so. And you telling me it's hot? I've never experienced it. Maybe you was just too weak. Maybe it was hot to you. <laughs> you know, the kids don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're not thinking about that. You have to teach them that. Yeah, the, and that goes with TV. Seeing on Disney, they talking to each other and they saying, man, I want to go try for the basketball team, but I'm afraid that I won't make it. And they have that friend, oh, you can make it. You can do it. So now they're teaching doubt. Self-doubt, but you got to have somebody else to motivate you to do it. Why can't you have that motivation within yourself? You looking for someone to motivate you. Yeah. Yeah. That that make them enablers. You feel me at the end of the day. Like, yeah, you success on that shit. Because if you tell me I can't, because if you tell me I can't and I believe you, I'm going to believe you when you tell me that I can't. Mm -hmm. 
They made so many episodes off of that shit. Shit, pick a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. Every movie, every show it has is going to always have self-doubt. Especially in cartoons. And, and especially in cartoons because you got to start off with the children. But then you see it as an adult in our movies too. Now, and then you see... Most people in real life, like, I want to go apply for this job, but it says it's eight niggas applying for it. Like, what makes you think if, why do you want to hear that nobody else is applying for it for you to go apply? So, yeah. Like, yeah. But if you hear too many people applying for it, you you're afraid mind. to even go into the interview because you feel like you got to compete. Niggas not wanting to compete. And it's not even competing to, to shit on somebody. It's my nigga, like, Everything needs to have some type of friendly competition, something to drive you to be better than what you are right now. Yeah. And people not understanding that either. It's like, it's so easy to be like, oh, they just showed favoritism. Oh, they did this. Oh, nigga racist. Oh, da, da. like, did you really go in there with your best foot forward? Oh, but because you knew the managers, you thought you had that shit in the bag. Or because that's your section manager, you thought that all I had to do was, I'll never forget that happened to me one time. Like I was, I knew I was cool with the managers and I had done been there at T-Mobile for a minute and they were telling me to go apply for it. So I'm thinking if y'all telling me to do it, just go in that shit. I, and you know, it's a regular interview. You go in there, like it's an interview. You just got to go in there and interview, but interview well, nigga. Yeah. I went in there, shit, instead of typing my resume, shit, I wrote that bitch. Wrote that motherfucker, because that was my manager who was interviewing me. Nigga was like, nigga went in there, and I, when I look back at it now, that first one, I did not interview well. But I felt blow with, with the manager, and I was like, damn, my nigga, like, you hired somebody outside, and I'm in here, and you didn't hire me. And then I thought about it, I was like, you know what? That job was mine. I was the only choice within that they were going to hire. And once I blew it, they had to go outside. It was only ain't no other way. It was nigga, the shit was yours. You blew it. But after that, I suffered for different interviews now because maybe the word was I don't interview well. Interview three, two more times for two different stores. Didn't get it. Now I'm pissed. But first impressions are lasting impressions. And I didn't even realize that, like, when I look back on it now, it's easy to play victim. And we fall victim to doing that. And that whole time I was blaming somebody else. Like, yeah, they was fucking me over and da, da, da. Oh, that first chance I got, I didn't capitalize. And it hurt me going forward. It hurt me, and I did not realize that. But it was so easy to blame that shit on somebody else. And that's why now doing this, it's like, bros, like, you got to put, you got to wake everybody up of, of we can't keep looking at social media in the way that we media pushing it. It's blame somebody else the reason why you ain't get what you did, what you were going for, or don't even try it all and blame it on something else. Like, you should have gotten it. This world is all about let me have feel sorry for me and give it to me. Feel bad. Oh, I've been going through this. So you're like, oh, so what is it that you need? So somebody can feel sorry for you to give it to you. But then when they don't feel sorry for you and don't give it to you, now they're a fucked up individual. 
have said, like you said, it's, I just go back to accountability. <laughs> and and we and we running out of it. Is uh, is hard to have it. It's hard to have it, and not many. And if we keep watching this love and hip hop, housewives, watching these rappers do this and that, bro, we ain't gonna never. The accountability is out the window. It's always somebody else did something. It's always somebody else. I did this, but da 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 da. Like again. You just, when you say that you did something, you already have put yourself in that wrong. Did you do everything right? And can you honestly say you did everything right? And if you honestly say you did everything right, then okay. But when you said, well, I did do, it negates everything. Because that one mistake could have been the reason why it messed it up. No matter how small it is and how big it is, that's the way that they can use that against you to not give you what you are expecting. And that's fair because when you have a long list of people that you have to line up against, you have to find flaw in each one of them to make the best decision in the interviewing process. Yeah. You have to, is this person going, is this person in school? Is this person seeking higher education? Okay. Well, you're not, this one is. That's the reason to bump you out. Okay, now we're making the list shorter. Okay, so you got a degree. This person don't. They just seek an educate. Bump them out. Okay. Oh, you got two degrees. Really? This person just got one. But you got to find the file to make the best candidate. Cause you're not gonna know who who did a good job until you put them in there. Mm-hmm. Then you pick that person because they had two degrees and they saw your shit. But the one who didn't have them probably would have worked their ass off. Yeah. But you, but I mean, sometimes you got to stereotype and sometimes it's a process of elimination that you got to go with. Like, it sucks, but that's life. I'm glad uh, you came through, but like, it is, it, like I said, it was a, it was well overdue for a meeting of the minds, but yeah, it was, it was definitely overdue for that. And, and you definitely, didn't disappoint as usual, bro. Like we was talking about this for a minute for you to come through, man. I'm glad you finally did, brother, man. Oh, uh, you know, God, timing always work out. <laughs> yes, sir. Definitely, it ain't never on our time, bro. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely always his time, and I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, so back, matter of fact, back to your interview, guys. Make sure you go check out, um. Doom interview on DJ A-Rod. Um, it's on Instagram. Give them everything that uh they need for them to go find that also. Man, you can find me on IG at P-E-L-E underscore V-O-N underscore Doom. You feel me? From there, you should be able to go to the interview on my page. It should be underneath my reels. Yeah, check that out. You know what I'm saying? Give a little backstory on me. I know you probably didn't heard it here, but we hear a little more of that, you know what I'm saying, about upcoming music and everything. Fuck with it. No doubt. And uh and I if I would have known that was uh Rod that was doing that, man, shit, bruh. When you told me it didn't register until I seen the pictures and the story, and I was like, no, bro, I got some shit going on. <laughs> yeah. Man, definitely, man. Rod, man, holler at your boy, man. Definitely, man. Let's do something pretty soon, man. Um I want to definitely support you, man, and um, do something with you for sure, for sure. 
um, for all the artists and, you know, even knowing that he a DJ, he got some things going on. He, he actually pushing out, you know, the artists and getting them out there. Yeah. I definitely like that type of, that type of vibe, man. And I, I salute somebody like that. And, um, definitely, you know, um, he hear this and definitely if you want to reach out to him too, man, we gonna, um, I'm gonna get his information, bro. I see him on Instagram, so I'm gonna reach out to him and see what's up. But I'm I'm blowed. I didn't catch that when you first said it, but I didn't know until you sent me the Instagram stuff. That's when I was like, okay. When you first said, I was like, DJ, I ain't never. But when I seen, I was like, oh shit, okay, yeah. bet. Yeah. Yeah. My boy, I ain't working hard, man. Shout out DJ Okay, man. But I I want to see you back in the yo, my guy. Getting this, getting this shit together. Oh, yeah, man. Like I said, man, within the next couple of weeks, man, I'll be having something dropping. So, y'all be on the lookout for that. So, follow me on my IG. You know what I'm saying? Everything I have updates for you. Okay. Okay. Hey, man, it was beautiful having you, man. I appreciate you taking the time through rain and all, man, to come through for you, boy. Hey, appreciate you having me as usual. No problem, man. And you in the rabbit hole with JP on the FWM podcast. Fight with me. My heart was filled with love and now it's empty. Out of all of the women I chose you, girl, I have plenty. Love and I know you got my heart empty. Empty, yeah. Empty. My heart was filled with love and now it's empty. Out of all of the women I chose you, girl, I have plenty. Love and I know you got my heart empty. Empty, yeah. Start off with a lie. You said you were mine. I would have you to myself Spend all my money on you You told me our love was true I was so dumb, I believed it All the flags was there Girl, I loved you, I swear Play Monopoly, would you never been fair? I need medication for the disease you gave me Called trust issues Hate that I miss you Be with a boat covered up on yeah. the shit. Like you got me empty. My heart was.